What have you been avoiding, girl? Emotions, tasks, conversations. Yep, we feel you. And we're digging into the psychology of avoidance right after this. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boos. How's it going today? It's going well. Two weeks back to back. We're here. Feels good to be home. It does. It does feel good. I feel so good to be here. So happy to be here. Full throttle. The car's in drive. We don't have no stops. Full tank of gas. (laughs) Full right. Yeah. Car's charged up. We're ready to go. Oh, it's charged. We're an electric. A hybrid. (laughs) We're in a hybrid of sorts. We got a little bit of gas and a little bit of electric. A hybrid. Yes, we have a charge in some gas, period. That means we really can go where we need to go. Yeah. So So you're feeling good this week? I am. This week has been easy on me. So I'm going to take the wins as they come. Yeah. You know that Adele song, Take It Easy. I probably sound terrible because, you know. How does it go? Take it easy on me. Would you go to I was just a child. No. (laughs) Would you go to an Adele concert? Probably so. Yeah, I would. She extended her residency. I wouldn't pay for it. It's expensive too? I could imagine. Damn. Adele is that girl, so. She is. She can sing. Yeah. She can sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can sing. Would you go? Yeah. I feel like she's like a Celine Dion of our time. Like, it's just one of those artists that if you get the pleasure, the blessing to see, you should just see it. Yeah. Like a bucket list yeah, of sorts. Like, I'm sure she will give an amazing show. And, and I'm just a, she has so much humanity and humility. She does. She's so sweet. She seems so sweet. And I'm just a fan of live music. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know quite a good amount of her songs. Yeah. So I can just see me being fully immersed. Yeah. yeah. But how are you doing? I'm doing well. Feeling healthy? I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling good. You know, a few little obstacles here and there. But overall, she's feeling good. They can't keep me down. They never could. Nobody can keep me. God's promises from me. (laughs) They they never could. My health and wellness. They never could. Can't keep a bad bitch down. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling inspired. We've been having a lot of conversations around progressing the podcast forward. So that's been making me feel good. Me too. Especially after taking a little hiatus, a little break. So I'm like, all right, we're jumping in. Right. Which in hindsight was needed. It was. It was needed. I think that that is helping propel us forward mm-hmm. in a more energetic way mm-hmm. because we were running on fumes. Yeah. yeah. We were running on. Our fumes. hybrid electric was down bad. We, we did, actually, well, there was no charge. There was no gas. Nigga, that's how it stopped on the side of the road. Exactly. No, but I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling happy. And I am feeling content. Good. I'm happy. I'm happy. And I'm even more happy because this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. And that's what this series is centered on, mental health. All of our episodes last week, we covered reconciling disappointment and just working through some of those feelings. 
So if you haven't listened to that episode, rewind it, go back and listen to it. It's there for you. Yeah. And today we're jumping into a new mental health tidbit. This is another one that's personal. Listen, they all are. <laughs> Y'all, this is a real personal year, baby. It's all about us. Cue the Maya. All mm-hmm. about me, 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 me. But um, as you all have heard, if you are a frequent listener of the show, I have expressed how I'm not the most emotionally expressive type of girl. I'm just not. It's never been my thing. It's not. Um, And I've also expressed the desire to be more expressive and more in tune with my emotions. But I had a light bulb moment beyond that because I've said that time and time again. I'm aware of that. I've acknowledged it. But there's still some work that needs to be done there. And I had a light bulb moment the other day as I was reading, like I usually do. I stumbled across this article and I realized there's something specific that I do here with my emotions. Whenever like I'm feeling something, because I'm a problem solver, I'm really solution oriented. Mm -hmm. I try to quickly figure out a solution to get rid of it. I want it gone as quickly as possible. So I'm thinking, what can I do? And a lot of the times, the solutions that I come up with are short-term fixes and not always in my best interest in the long run. It's like, okay, what can I do? I'm looking for a distractor. Mm -hmm. I'm falling back into habits that aren't that good. So as I was reading, like I said, I stumbled across this article talking about experiential avoidance. And I said, wow, not me being read. Listen, not me being read. So experiential avoidance is the desire to get rid of any unwanted emotions, thoughts, feelings, situations, experiences. experiences. We just want to get rid of them. Right. And I said, there's this is screaming at me. Yeah. Which is human. It's natural. It is. A lot of times, like you said, the solutions that we end up creating, although it feels good in the moment, it ends up making us suffer. Yeah, it creates a negative cycle. Exactly. Like drug addiction yes. or any addiction. If you, you might have a sugar addiction, addiction to the wrong type of nigga. All right. A people addiction. I don't know. You know what I mean? But all of that stems out of wanting to eradicate yourself of some sort of loneliness, like depression, anxiety, fear, whatever it is. You know, you're doing this out of your desire to want to get rid the, of it. Yeah. Yeah. To feel, feel like, comfortable. Exactly. Again. I don't want to deal with that. Right. It's funny that you brought this up because I said, oh, wow, this is like my life story. (laughs) I feel like this is all I do is like battle with experiential avoidance. It shows up in my life. I feel like in every instance, I've told y'all before, I am such a creature of habit. I love to be in my comfort zone. She doesn't want to go anywhere outside of the comfort zone. Not even a pinky toe outside. I don't. I don't. And I was having a conversation. I'll tell you about the realization later, but I realized that. I never want to feel anxious. I never want to feel risky. I never want to feel fear. I never want to feel disappointment. I never want all of the feelings that I know, like, are a part of life. I'm so like, you're trying to prevent them from happening. I'm trying to prevent them from happening, which is why a lot of times I stay in my comfort zone. I'm like, I know that doing this routine keeps me safe. Right. I know that this makes me feel good. Right. And if I'm doing this, then I'm feeling great. And anytime the opposite happens, I'm like, oh, no, we're not going there. And Although I should be making different decisions, I end up staying in my comfort zone and doing what I normally do and not wanting to do the things that I know will make me grow. And it just keeps me stagnant. Yeah. It keeps me stagnant. I'm like, okay, girl, you got to feel. You got to experience. You got to do. You have to try. But it's so fucking hard. I know. It's so fucking hard for me. 
It is. But the thing is, it's hard in theory, but you're really making it harder for yourself. Yes. And you really hit experiential avoidance on the head. For instance, like trying to avoid anxiety. That's how anxiety disorder forms. Mm. And again, we're not medical professionals here. Yeah, Let's just give that disclaimer. Say it again. We are not medical professionals, but we're learners and we read and we explore. And this is real information. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, anxiety disorder. Anxiety is normal for all of us, right? We all feel anxiety through our day-to-day lives from different circumstances and things that we experience. But the attempt to try to avoid anxiety is what creates like disorders. And a negative cycle. Exactly. Of like, you, you can't even, it's like flexing a muscle. Experiencing your emotions and allowing them to come and process them allows you to be able to handle them emotionally regulate. The more you suppress or realize like or try to keep yourself from having these feelings, me, you're never going to be comfortable feeling it, which is why y'all it's so hard for me to do the things I need to fucking do because I never want to do them. Exactly. I never want to do them. And also, like, I'll share this quick little story. I realized that what I admire about certain people like. Kingsley is one of them. I know. I do. I do. I admire this about her. She's so enthusiastic about life and she can channel her emotions and discuss like what she's feeling. She can easily communicate. Because of who her mother is. Exactly. (laughs) A teacher. Yes. Educator. A sister. Yeah. I went to Kingsley's father daughter dance. Oh, it happened. It was. Yeah. Uh Second annual. This is the last one. But I went to her father daughter dance and she's just so confident and You know, she just has a confidence like it radiates off of her. So she was standing there like ready. She had her hands on her hips. She didn't look shy or scared or anything. So after it was all said and done, she did an amazing job. I always tell her, girl, you are the star of this this here thing. You are the standout. You are the Beyonce. So I was like, oh, my God, you did so good. How did you feel up there? You know, were you nervous? And she was like, I was a little nervous. And then she stopped herself. She was like, actually, no, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. Mm. And I was like, wow. The fact that she can differentiate between I'm not nervous, I'm not anxious, like she can channel those feelings and say, no, I'm excited. I'm confident. I'm happy to be here. I know the steps. I'm with my dad. Like, I'm really excited. Right. And I was like, I at wish, I I, wish out of the I mouth wish, of babes, I wish, <laughs> out of the I mouth wish. of babes, I was like, I wish I had the ability to channel my anxiety when I felt it and be like, no, you're excited or no, like. You know, this is this is what this actually is. I can never harness it. Were you able to harness it when you were younger? Because, you know, when we're children, we're not jaded. A lot of the times, like we haven't faced the world. I mean, we can equip our kids like Adrian has equipped Kingsley. So when she's an adult, that probably will stay with her. But do you feel like when you were younger, maybe you had that zeal about you and just that confidence to be more excited versus anxious or be able to channel that emotion No, I feel like I feel like what it is is like I've always been afraid to be in the in the forefront. Okay. I've never been like, you know, like spotlight girl. a spotlight girl. She's never <laughs> been. Spotlight girl. She's never been. So I don't think that was ever like an experience where I felt like, oh, I feel confident to be up here. I don't like public speaking, contrary to what I'm doing here. <laughs> but I never like public speaking or doing presentations where, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm about to go up here in front of class. I'm about to kill it. I hated it. I'm like, I'll go last. Okay. I will literally go last because I'm like, I'm anxious about being up there. So, no, I don't feel like I was like that even as a child. I'm just living it all out here right now. Gotcha. What about gotcha. you? I feel like the the Leo girl in me loves like the spotlight, mm. not to the point where like I'll put myself out there like, oh, everybody look at me. But when it's my time to shine, then I'm going to take it. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Yeah, yeah. I love dancing, being in the front of the performances. 
I loved it. And yeah. I performed for them. I, I ate it up. I ate it up. I like that part. Like, I didn't feel anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of ran into it. Yeah. But. And I want to lean in more. Like, I do. I want to be, like, more fearless. And I'm like, what is that? What What do you do to be more fearless? You try. I know. You keep putting yourself out there. And then you will build up that confidence because it's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Whatever I'm trying, I've equipped myself with the skills, the knowledge, the insight, whatever you need, whatever mm-hmm. you're about to perform and showcase. I got it down. And like, you know, you just keep doing it. And then next thing you know, it's like, OK, yeah. you might shake. Oh, Lord, like <laughs> you a might, stripper. <laughs> you might like a stripper. you might start off shaking, but. You'll come out strong, cemented. Exactly. I know. I'm trying to get into my unbothered era, my bravado era. So be patient with me. Shit, I gotta be patient with me. But going back to experiential avoidance, have you found that you've avoided something recently? I'm always avoiding something. Yes, I'm always avoiding something. But I can give an example, a story. This happens a lot with me with breakups. I don't like the feelings, the immediate feelings that usually come after a breakup for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they come for everybody, but I would say that it's common. It's like the crushing, even if I'm the one who initiates it, it's like, oh, I don't like this feeling. I don't like the feeling of the change in my everyday dynamic. I don't like the emotional pull that it has on me. I don't like the, oh my God, what's going to happen next? I don't like any of that. And yeah. because I don't like it, I don't like that. And I try to get rid of those feelings. I often keep a little tie yeah as an emotion <laughs> like i keep a tie to the person but rarely is it ever clean cut because i'm trying to emotionally pacify myself right. like i'm trying to make sure you know the dynamic has changed a little bit but it's not a complete shift you're not completely shooken to the core you mm-hmm. know you're you still i'm still holding on to something yeah. versus if i just do a clean cut feel all the feels, go through all the stages, and then just come out on the other side. I delay my healing. Yeah. I delay my fucking healing. Yeah. Trying to be an experiential avoidant. Yeah. How about you? You do, you do, do that. I do it. I'm like, Come I on, do. Girl, take I my do hand. It. I do it. Hi, my name is Brittany and <laughs> the A the AA. I know, I know. The EA. I know. I just feel like this, like I said, it's my whole life. I don't even have a particular experience because, you know, I do it all the time. You do. I'll do it all the time. I'll be so resistant to trying something because I'm like, that's going to make me. We have to Sheesh. do something new. Girl, it's so hard presenting new things to you. It's like it's OK. You, you have to it. be it's buttered like, and you have to be damn near massaged and yeah, buttered up. Yeah, I do. I do. And again, I don't want to be that way. I recognize that this is a part of my pattern, but it's not a characteristic that I love. You know, I feel like there's a lot of great things about myself, but I can also acknowledge when there's an area of opportunity. And what I know I'm avoiding it over and about is like not grabbing my life by the horns. I was going to say, so instead of saying exactly what an instance where you've avoided something, what do you think that you have held yourself back from? Experiencing the fullness of my life and getting everything that I know I motherfucking deserve. Everything you desire. Yeah, both. with an F (laughs) and like last week you know we talked about disappointment and not being in the places and the spaces that I feel like I'm supposed to be in Mm -hmm. a lot of that attributes to the fact that girl you are so afraid to do the things that it's going to take to get there that's the part that I mean like really being like I'm completely enthralled and engaged with my life like I'm like on the surface of it I'm gonna say it I'm on the surface of it you know and I know that there's a 
big opportunity for me to get down in the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. But I'm sometimes fearful. You know, I'm fearful of like, what what is this all really going to take out of me? Am I going to be let down? Do I have the capacity to do this? I don't even know if it's a, am I good enough thing because I know I'm great enough. It's just like, what is it going to take? What is it going to take from you? What is it going to take for me? It's going to take a lot for me. And it's just like the investing piece and giving and being like, you're going to be uncomfortable. It's just really me being uncomfortable that I fucking hate. Yeah. I fucking hate it, y'all. I hate it. Like my friend group, my circle of people is so small because I love the ease and the comfort that comes with like not having to force conversation, not have to overly engage in the way that feels unnatural. Like I love the ease of life. And because I love the ease of life, I stay in my motherfucking comfort zone. And I was going to say the the discomfort is going to come one way or the other on the front end or the back end. Because yeah. while it's a perceived comfort, because mm-hmm. while you feel like it's comfortable and easeful, there's still a longing inside of you for more, mm-hmm. which is on the other side of the discomfort. I know. I know, you know, I know. So it's like a faux comfort. I know. And that's why I need to just lean in because honestly, I've literally outgrown my comfort zone. Yeah. I'm too big in the motherfucker. Period. That's how I feel. Your I'm toe like, is at the top. Girl, I'm like, <laughs> let me feel your, let me see your it, shoes. You need some new shoes. You need some new shoes. You know how you're just in a room and you can touch all of the walls. Like, yeah. no, man, I'm in a studio, y'all. I'm in a 400 square foot studio and I have a lot of things. I have a dog. I have a man. I have I have things. Right. And it's like I'm trying to keep packing all of my stuff into this small space and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. So I just want to lean in. I want to lean in. And I feel like a lot of what helped me is just being constantly motivated, and inspired by the people around me. The rest is a person who's always leaning in. He is like he's so fearless. He's like everything motivates him. He's like, oh, a challenge. Oh, I'm totally for it. And I'm like, wait, a challenge. Wait, you guys, let's retreat. Right. Retreat. (laughs) Retreat. Call in the soldiers. Exactly. I'm like, somebody else got to go to the front line. Yeah. That's not our battle. It's not our fight to fight. But I'm here with my motherfucking sword. Hello. And my nine. Listen, I'm going in the front. We are going in and we have our shields on. We have our shit on. We do. And yeah. I protect it. So we it's all good. are the soldiers in the, the army. army. <laughs> Is that in the army of the Lord? Yes. Yes. You know, it. you know what army we were. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this experiential avoidance has a lot of impacts. Like I mentioned, it has prolonged healing. This is something that <laughs> I can attest to for real, for real. Also, procrastination, putting off task because you're just fearful. And you're trying to you're trying to avoid the discomfort. Yes. Yeah. That happens a lot. Today. That happens. Also, saying no to opportunities because you're afraid of failing. You might not. And, and this might sound so bad, but sometimes I do be like resistant to doing certain, you know. I got to talk her. I got to I got to talk her over like, girl, we can we should. I know. And I I mean, we all, it all shows up in different ways. Yeah. It shows up in different ways because I'm experientially avoidant as well. But, and you are too, but sometimes we can help each other. It's in and different that, areas. Yeah. And that's why I love this dynamic. Yeah. Because truly, if it was up to me, y'all, we wouldn't be doing a damn thing. <laughs> we wouldn't be doing a damn thing. Right. We wouldn't be doing a damn thing. So it's really great that there are people to like that are around me that's like, actually, no, we got to go here. Yes. Like, we know we have to massage this idea, but we're going to go. And usually I feel more comfortable when I can go with someone I trust. I'm like, fine, you said it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. This can also have an impact on our interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. forming closeness in interpersonal relationships because 
in our relationships, we need vulnerability to create intimacy. And sometimes the fear of being vulnerable make us push it to the side and try to get rid of it. And the very thing that we want, we don't get. Or being social. Yes. Sometimes it's not even about like being super vulnerable. It's just like going out, Mm -hmm. engaging, allowing people to see you. That's what I'm working on. Being seen, allowing people to see me. Do you feel like you have social anxiety? No, not necessarily social anxiety. Again, it's just really the comfortability of engaging with people that I know. Yeah. Because it's comfortable. Yeah. I feel best doing that. But I'm tired of doing that, too. I'm tired of fucking doing that, too. Okay. So when I ask you to hang out. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, when you ask me to hang out with other people, fine. Yeah. I said I'm saying yes to everything this year. Not things that are going to hurt me or harm me. But the girl is doing things that she wouldn't normally do. Because that's the only way I'm going to get out of my studio apartment. Period. We're trying to get, we're trying to move. This studio is actually in New York. So, you know, it's small. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The shoebox. It's a small studio. We're trying to move on that. But I am. I'm challenging myself. I'm turning 35 this year. Yes. This is the perfect time. This is going to be on my 35 for 35. Say yes. Say yes. Even when you're afraid. Say yes. Even when you're uncomfortable. Say yes. Even when you want to say no. Say yes. Do the things. All you got to do is say yes. Flow a tree. Don't flow deny it. it. <laughs> uh, uh, flow it. Yes. So yeah, I'm tired, y'all. Yeah. I'm tired and I'm doing better. Well, y'all. Well, well, well. We have told y'all what experiential avoidance is. Stick around for our next segment, Tools for Your Toolkit, right after this. And we're going to give you some tips and tricks to figure this shit out. Period. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. 
Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. 
Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Okay, girlies. So before we jump into our next segment, you know, we got a few church announcements. If you've made it this far and you love what you hear, make sure you hit that bell so that you don't miss anything BGB. We have tons of episodes and good things and we want you to be in the know. We do. Also, make sure that you like and review, not review, but Actually, you can do a little rating and tell us how you're enjoying the show. Yes. There's a cute little Q&A box and we are going to be customizing that Q&A box to coordinate and go with the show. Mm -hmm. So make sure you answer the question. Share the episode with a homegirl. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. We appreciate it. It's like a word of mouth type of thing. Yeah. Yelp review. That part. Yeah. That part. Also, if you love what you hear here. We have a community, the Homegirl Hangout membership community, where we give you more of what you love here on the show. We have our live episodes, which have been fueling me. Mm -hmm. We have virtual events going on over there, workshops. We have playlists, playlists, all of our events that are going on. They hear about it first. Like we're going on a hike on May 13th, this weekend, this Saturday. And if you haven't signed up yet, hopefully it's not sold out. Right. Hopefully it's not sold out. But that is going to be our community event for this month. And I'm excited to just get out in nature with Mm y'all, meet some new girlies, connect with the girlies I already know. Yeah. The details are down in the show notes. Yes. And let's shout out our homegirl hangout girlies. We have CM. Hey, CM. Danielle. Hey, Danielle. And Adrian. Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, y'all. Thank y'all so much. We appreciate y'all and we love y'all. Yes. Okay. So let's get into some solutions because we would not be the Black Girl Bravado. We weren't offering you some motherfucking tips and tricks to get on the other side of this shit. We would not be. So the opposite of emotional avoidance or experiential avoidance or emotional avoidance is also called emotional avoidance is acceptance. Yes. It's acceptance, y'all. So what we're going to be talking about is It's called ACT and it's acceptance and commitment therapy. It's a common form of psychotherapy that is used to resolve experiential avoidance. So we got a lot of this information from psychwire.com. Again, we're not therapists, but we do know how to use Google and do research and put knowledge yeah, put educate ourselves. Educate ourselves. Yes. So and um, share what we learn with the homegirls. Yes, and share what we learn with the homegirls. So the four A's of acceptance. The first is acknowledging, right? Acknowledging your feelings, your emotions, what you might be experiencing, and not acting like it's not existing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what am I really feeling? And not glazing over or trying to put a Band-Aid over it and just saying, I'm upset. I'm disappointed. I'm angry. I'm hurt. And you can do that in a, in a lot of ways, right? Maybe journaling allows you to get those emotions out and allows you to acknowledge it. Maybe talking to a friend allows you to get those emotions out and acknowledge it. But we have to create the space to say how we feel. For real. We do. And, and be honest with ourselves. Yeah. And I would say utilize the emotional feelings wheel. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. It really helps you to name it. Yeah. Because there are so many emotions. We're so used to dealing with a little handful of mm-hmm. them, but there's so many. And that will has helped me name it, name it and claim it. Exactly. Put a name to it. Because, child, we are you really good at ignoring those unwanted feelings and emotions. We'll be like, nope, I'm not going there. I'm not dealing with it. I'm not sad. I'm not feeling it. I'm the queen of that. 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, that was my thing. You, you'll be doing that in the middle of telling the story. You'll be like, yeah, but I don't care. I don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, damn. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Right. And truly, I'd be giving a fuck. Right. I'd be tied up. On the up. back end. Yeah, on the back end. So <laughs> the next A of acceptance is to allow. Mm-hmm. We're allowing the space for whatever we're feeling, whatever the situation is, to be present. We're allowing it to live here. Exactly. We're not trying to kick it out like I usually do. I'd be like, you guys to get the fuck on. Exactly. Because it ain't no space for you here. I don't know where you came from. I don't know why you're here, but you're not welcome. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I need to do is allow. Allow it to be present. And I feel like I can do this best when I meditate. Like I have said, this is my year of emotion. Emotions have been popping up for me. I've been deciding to do something differently with them. And one way that I've been practicing that is meditation. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling something, I'll go in my Insight Timer app and I look up a meditation that relates to that. And that creates the space for me to sit with the emotion much longer than I would sit with it on my own. Mm -hmm. Because the meditation is walking me through it. It's probably providing some tips, some insight, more information that I've just been trying to avoid. Yeah. And so meditation is a good tool for me. I remember during the pandemic, we had did this like, I think it was like a 21 day or seven day, 21 day, 21 day meditation challenge with Michael Beckwith. Y'all each day was like associated with a particular emotion or feeling like things that you need to do. Forgiveness, heal, love. When we got to the forgiveness meditation, I said, it's too much. I have not felt these feelings and there's a lot coming up and I notice how much and how often I suppress because allowing myself the space to acknowledge my feelings and really sit with them was stirring some things up in me I'm like ooh, there's a frog in my throat tears she wants to cry girl you know and it's because I don't allow myself to like process and feel I've been in a meditation in tears before for real, for yeah, sure, for yeah. sure. I've just been like, whoo, see, and this is why I usually try to not do this. I know, <laughs> I know. The next A is accommodate. So when we are acknowledging and allowing our emotions to come in, treat them like house guests, like you would a, a house guest, right? Allow them to come and go without putting any limits on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Accommodate your emotions, open up to them, just really Again, it's the sitting with, but allowing those feelings to ebb and flow and not being like, okay, you came, we did it, and now you got to roll. Yeah. It's like, do what you want to do here. Yeah, like if somebody come over to your house, it's not a what you about to do after this. Yeah. It's just letting them chill. You can stay for a week if you want. You can stay for two weeks. We're not struggling with it. We're not fighting with it. We're not boxing with it. It's like, I'm letting you in. You got a key. Is giving them a key. You have a key. And you I know when you give somebody a key. They they come in and doing their own thing. That's basically saying, yeah, you have the you have the free reign to come and go as you please. Now don't do too much, but Right. Until we work it out. Right. Right. <laughs> I remember I went through a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. And the trip about this one is the nigga broke up with me. He did. And I had never been broken up with y'all. I feel like, hmm. We obviously it was not going to work. And I I hadn't came to the conclusion that I was done. So when he was like, yeah, I'm done. I was like, wait, hold on. You can't be done before me. Right. And it stunned me. But because I can be experientially avoided and I didn't want to say that hurt. I was like, well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Remember, you were like, it's cool. I was like, it's cool. I don't give a fuck. We went out for Brittany's birthday. I I was acting like I was unfazed. And after a while, I was like. I think I'm hurt about this. How long is it was a while? 
I started feeling something that, like after a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. I was like, actually, I feel something. I feel something. And that is not like me because, again, I'm the kind of person that wants to get over a thing fast. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to deal with it. I'll be like, well, it happened. I'll minimize whatever it was and be like, fuck you. Yeah. But after a while, I said, no, I actually feel something. I'm hurt. I was sad about it. I spun a block on it. Yeah. You know, but again, once I acknowledge that I'm feeling a thing and allowed the emotion to sit, I did accommodate it and let it come and go, come and go and do what the fuck it wanted to do without the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without the struggle. I was like, yeah, I'm sad. I'm hurt. I asked Brittany, I said, did I cry? She said, maybe to yourself, but not yeah, to me. Yeah, I didn't see her crying. I didn't see any tears shed. I don't think tears were shed. Though. But I did notice that you were a little down. But then you, before you could even fully get down, before the paint could dry, you were already in your back pocket, which is a way to... And I do that too. Which is a, a method to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So that's probably why you feel like, oh, I don't really feel the feelings because I'm doing something to pacify the feelings before they can even fully come to a head. I know. It's like, I already got something right here. Get down the bop it. <laughs> the bop Heavy it. Heavy on the bop it. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I said. I was feeling the feelings and then I said, no, actually we're going to run me put it back. Some, let me put something here. So. Yeah, I ran it back. I yeah. said, wind it back, girl. Well, wind it back. I said, boy, come back here. I know. I've, I, I've done that too. I know. A spin in the block always temporarily relieves the feelings because it's like, you're back. Yeah. I have you here in this little spot until you sit in it and it's like, we well, actually don't it actually, I actually should not have even came back around no, that way. No. And I realized that after it was said and done, but in the moment before I put the car in reverse, yeah. before I took it back, I felt it. I was like, yeah, you just have to feel it. It sucks. But initially, my ego was bruised. It was the ego. I said, it's the, the ego. The getting right broken now? up with and then having to deal with the emotions, too. It's like, damn. It's too much. I was feeling like a red turtle. Nick. I was like, <laughs> it's my, too ego, my ego and you breaking up. Girl, listen. Oh, no. I can't be sad and have a bruised listen, ego. Listen, listen. It's too much. That's once. like getting jumped. It's like getting stumped Period. out. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Right. Yeah. Boxing with my demons. You really- <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the final A is to appreciate. Mm. Now, this is good. Instead of us viewing our emotions as something negative, we have to do a reframe and look at them as, what are you here for? Yeah. What are you here to teach me? You're not an enemy. You're an ally. Yeah. (laughs) These are honestly, and our emotions are a part of us. Why do we treat them like they're separate? Yeah. You know, it's like, these are my emotions. They all belong to me. I'm entitled to feel hurt sometimes. I'm entitled to feel disappointed. I'm entitled to be sad. It's okay. Yeah. But we'd be so happy when we're like feeling good. I'm feeling great. Right. Because the thing is, there is always something that our emotions have to offer us. And as I get more in tune with my emotions and spend a little time with them, I always do find something. Now, the something that I find might not feel good or it might not be pretty because I found out things like, girl, what your problem is, is you are so focused on being chosen Mm. that sometimes you're not doing the choosing. And this emotion is popping up right now because right now you feel like somebody's not choosing. you. Yeah. And that does not feel good to admit when it's like, okay, I'm having these emotions and this is the reason why the emotion is, oh, this sounds like a sad girl. Like that type of shit be going through my head. Well, instead of feeling like a sad girl, you can shift your perspective and understand that all emotions have the ability to have some positive functions, right? Mm-hmm. And they all fall into three main categories. Emotions help us motivate, 
communicate and illuminate. Mm. Yes. So our emotions motivate us to behave in a particular way. It illuminates what's important to us and helps us communicate with ourselves and others. Yeah. So when you're thinking about sadness, for example, sadness oftentimes can motivate us to slow down, to retreat, to rest. And it communicates either I've lost something important or I'm having a transition. It's a time for you to actually communicate with yourself and understand what this emotion is trying to tell you. And it illuminates the importance of rest and recuperation. Yeah. You know, I agree. It's just a reframe of what lesson is this trying to teach me? Yeah. And then from there, I can learn more about my values, my wants, my needs. Mm -hmm. This is intel. Oh, yes. Data. This is all data. Your emotions are your data. They're my data. And the more that I dive into them and give them the space and really just start to appreciate them, Mm -hmm. I'm going to realize that I'm learning so much more about myself. And in appreciating my emotions, I will begin to appreciate myself more. And allows you to take action. Yes. In the areas that the illumination piece. The actual growth. Yeah. The actual growth. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. A grown girl. Yeah. So we've gone over the four A's, but we also want to add a tip that is release the need to control. Release the need to control your thoughts and your feelings. Yeah. Control is a problem. It isn't the solution. Mm. And I know in the moment it feels like you are resolving something by controlling your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, because I for sure feel like that. I feel like, listen. I'm the driver of the boat. Right. I'm the captain of this ship. You're not about to come in here and shut me down. I'm going to shut you down. I get to say what goes. I get to shut you down. But when I'm fixated on controlling whatever's going on, I'm just prolonging my suffering and trapping myself in the suffering. And that's not okay. Like there is an example of quicksand. When you're in quicksand and you're trying to fight to get out of the quicksand, you're just going to sink deeper into the quicksand. Right. Sometimes you have to surrender, lay your ass flat and the sand will stop sinking. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the way we're feeling these thoughts and these feelings and these emotions and experiences that we're trying to run from. You have to surrender to it. Sit in the discomfort. Say, you know what? We about to be gang gang right now. I'm just going to feel it. I'm not even going to fight through it. We're eliminating that struggle piece and we're just thugging it. Mm -hmm. We're thugging it out. We're riding the wave. Yes, I love that example. Surrender to your emotions and stop struggling. Yeah, for real. And then some final practices are mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness practice allows us to consciously be aware of what's happening and face it head on. Um, And also meditation. Yeah. It's one of those tools that keeps popping up, but obviously it's beneficial. Yeah. If it's your thing. Observe your thoughts. That's a lot of what meditation allows you to do. Instead of judgment and critique, you're just observing the feelings, the emotions, the experiences that are coming to you and coming over you. And it's okay. That's what we need to do. Offer ourselves grace and a judgment-free zone to feel the feels. Why are we so judgmental with ourselves when we know we're going to be subjected to judgment from so many other people? The least that we can do is be the person that's not adding to that. I know. Be kinder to ourselves. Why would we do that? There's other people that we can't control that are going to judge us. Why would we add fuel to the fire by sitting up there judging ourselves as well? We're done with that. 
be fucking for real we're done with that we are okay y'all so stick around we have well if you ask me coming up right after this Okay, y'all. So this is a part of the show where y'all send in your questions, your comments, your stories to the Homegirl Hotline. That number is down in the show notes. And we let y'all know how we feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say our unsolicited advice, but it is solicited. It is. If you called, if you text, you want to hear what we have to say. Okay. It is. So. Let's get into it. Okay, girls. So it says, hello, my loves. I first want to start by thanking you all for being you. I love tuning into you guys each week, and I can honestly say I'm a fangirl. The laughs, the cries, and overall authenticity is what keeps me here. I'm aged at 25, and lately I've been going through sort of an identity crisis. I'm not sure where it's stemming from, but I feel unsure of who I am or what I want to be. I've recently experienced a friend of mine passing and with his life being cut so short at the tender age of 23, it has me questioning my own life and if I'm making the most of it. I graduated college two years ago and since then I've job top, not really finding stability. The main focus has been financial because like y'all said, when my money not right, I'm not okay. I'm not right. Okay. I find myself not knowing what to say or how to act in group settings as if I'm afraid of being judged. I have the stigma of wanting to be liked and I fear that people may not like me. Lord, this sounds pathetic, but it's real. It even spills over into my situationship slash relationship. It's complicated, but I have someone who really loves me and I feel like I'm undeserving. It makes me doubtful and it's all just eating away at my self-confidence. This was a lot to unpack, but my question is, how do you deal with self-doubt and be sure of yourself? (sighs) Well, first of all, thank you, homegirl, for sharing. I feel like for me personally, when I'm doubting myself, I try to take a moment to figure out why I'm doubting myself, because most times there's something that like I can do to increase my Mm self-confidence, like if it's competency yeah competency making sure that I'm learning more it depends on what the situation is like for instance sometimes I have self-doubt about if I can show up and perform and usually that's because I haven't properly prepared so I'm like you know what let me make sure that I can do all that's in my power to prepare for this moment and that will decrease my self-doubt in an instance like that but then there's sometimes where that can't be applied like it's Mm -hmm. not something that you need to learn more there's nothing that you can necessarily read it's just like the repetition of constantly showing up for myself and pushing myself beyond like my comfort zone and breaking away at the self-doubt it's like you just have to keep trying and then eventually you'll see okay I did it I'm a little bit more confident and then I feel like a little better about it like each time I've I find that I have to just keep trying and putting myself out there to get over the self-doubt because if I don't, it'll never go anywhere. Yeah, I think that's great advice. You did say it's a lot to unpack. And the part that I want to touch on the most is you not finding yourself knowing what to say or how to act in group settings and being afraid of being judged or having this strong desire to be liked and feeling like people may not like you. I would sit down with myself and see if you like you. You know what I mean? Like, What is it that you like about yourself? 
those characteristics and things that you bring to the table that you feel good about, those are things that's going to shine through. Allow yourself to be seen and authentic. And I know that this can be challenging, but there's a lot about you that can be liked, that is likable. You don't really have to fear if people will like you. And if people don't like you, it's okay. They're not your they're not your girls. Yeah. I'm actively working on this and it is perception, the way I'm perceived by people. But I realize that I have no control over it. I have no control over the way that I'm perceived. And all I can do is show up authentically, be myself, be genuine, be a good person, be kind, and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. That's what I would say. And I think even that, the more that you spend time with yourself and learn of what it is that you bring to the table, those attributes that you know for sure are good about yourself, right? That you're confident in, that you're proud about. I feel like that is what builds your confidence. Yeah, it's the surety. It's like, I know. Yeah. I'm sure about this. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that we that we won't be sure about. Life is life and it's going to always life is going to always throw curveballs at you. And doubt is just one of those experiences that we have. When you find yourself being doubtful, sit with it. Why? Like Brittany said, is it that my competence is low? Is it because I'm feeling unworthy in this moment? Is it because I feel what whatever the feelings might be? Sit with why you might be doubting yourself. Yeah. And I wanted to just make a final touch on your relationship or situationship about you feeling undeserving. You are worthy without having to work for anything for that relationship. Like sometimes we feel like, oh, if I show up in this way or if I present as my best self, that'll make me more worthy. But some cases we're worthy just because we exist. And I was cases. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If this person is telling you that they love you and that they want to be with you and you see that through their actions, believe them, Mm -hmm. believe them. You are deserving, you know, just say, you know what? I do deserve this. And I believe what they're telling me, especially if their actions are matching what they're saying. Just believe it. Do the opposite of what you've been doing and try believing it. Mm -hmm. I like that. Y'all keep sending in your questions, your comments, your concerns, your voicemails. Yeah, your voicemails, your text messages. Send them in and we will use this space and time to offer our perspective and our advice. But we're going to transition over to the final segment of the show. It's time to pick up your pin. We're We're dropping dropping a gem. So this is the part of the show where we share content things that we're loving that checked us that wrecked us that inspired us you know you know how homegirls do we share things with one another and that's where we do this part that's where we have this moment so i want to share with y'all a product i love a good body oil a good body oil paired with the body butter love the combo and i love it even more when it's cost efficient so avino good old avino They have a daily moisturizing oil mist, which is very moisturizing and it smells very good. So if you're at Target and you need a body oil, I highly recommend you pick this up. Again, it's moisturizing. It smells good and it gives you a glow. You know, the girls love a little sheen on them. Mm -hmm. Especially for the summer. We love a little sheen for the summer. It's that time. Yes, we love a little sheen. So if you want to be out here shining, 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 get you some. This is the time. Yes. I think that brings us to the end of the road. It does. It brings us to the end of the show. 
We hope y'all enjoyed this. If you did enjoy it again, remember to share it with a homegirl, share it on your socials and come back next week because we have some more mental health topics to chat with y'all about. Yeah, it's going to be good. It is. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.